when when in your mind uh, did you officially cut the cord with the Patriots, and how hard was it uh, to tell Robert and the Patriots you were moving on? It was really, you know, the night that I had stopped by and seen, I, I uh, spoke with Mr. Kraft and asked if I could come over and see him. And, uh, and we spoke and we had a great conversation, um, you know, and I just wanted to express, um, you know, the, what he's meant to me in my life. And, and, uh, and we spoke with Coach Belichick at the same time. We were at different locations, so we talked to him, and it was a great conversation. And, um, and got, got a chance to talk to Jonathan Kraft as well. And, you know, all three of those guys have been uh, involved in uh, so many important decisions in my life, but career-related, personal-related. And, um, you know, I leave there with just great admiration for the people uh, in that organization. And um, it's a great, it's just, it's a, it's a world-class, first-class organization in every way. And I wanted to leave it that way, too. So, um I know the Patriots have a great team. Um, they always do. They have great players, great leadership, great coaches, and um, you know I certainly wish them the best. But for me, you know I've got to transition and focus on the opportunity that I have to, um, you know, make the current situation I'm in as best I possibly can. And you know they hired me to do a job here, and I'm going to go in there and do it like you've always seen me do for a long time. Like um, you know the fans have always seen me do. Like opposing coaches my teammates have seen me do and i'm going to give it everything i got like i've done everything in my life for as long as i've been playing this sport How you doing? Gotti Jr. here. Hope everybody's being safe. And with me is Spencer Ripken, my fellow Patriots fan, in mourning. This has been tough, man. Uh, I don't even know where to start. March 16th, uh, that's when we heard the news. Because that was the legal tampering day, March 16th. March 18th was free agency, but we already knew that Brady was not coming back. So yeah, we got all this stuff going on, you know, obviously with the virus and stuff. And I was looking forward to some distraction and I've been going back and forth on it. If Brady was going to come back and, you know, after the teams like Tennessee dropped off the pitcher, then they said San Diego dropped off. And I was like, I don't know. It looks like he's coming back. Cause it was coming down to Tampa Bay and uh, I forget who the other team was, but I was like, I don't think he's going to leave New England now. Monday morning, wake up, Brady. I, I believe Monday, Brady put that post out there that he was not coming back. Yeah. And I was like, man, it really hits you. I mean, I've been preparing for it, but it still hits you. So. Yeah, it was interesting. 
it was very interesting seeing the progression through the last few weeks and just the storylines that you saw a couple like <clears throat> I, uh, from last year when he was upset at Belichick for benching Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl against the Eagles and I mean it seemed like it was just the relationship between the two was just a little bit odd yeah um, but you know at the end of the day these individual players have to make the best decision for them and um i'm sure if things were were better with the relationship over there i'm sure he would have stayed i mean i mean what greater of a story would have been to play two more years and yeah that's maybe bring back home another championship together and then you know fly into the sunset um playing for one team uh but that's not always the case i mean you got pain manny that 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 was getting beat up over there and with the colds yeah and um he uh had to leave and uh worked his way over to the the broncos and had great players surrounding him a good coach and um they kind of carried him a little bit along with brock osweiler Oh man, um, Brock on. I don't know. I was still, I was still shocked. Even though, like I said, I was preparing myself for it, but um, I was in the mindset of like, you got two more years. You could finish it off in New England. Um, just make it work somehow. I, I, I guess all the stories from a few years ago, where there was turmoil between those two, you know, ended up being true. Even though we did get one more Super Bowl out of that, but, mm-hmm. um. Well, I think what, as an individual athlete or just a competitor like myself, you kind of want to prove to yourself these different points that always come into your brain, whether it's playing for a different team or winning a race. I'm trying to compare apples to apples, you know, a race mm-hmm. on the surface that you don't typically would, would consider yourself a contender um, just like small stuff like that, that maybe he wanted to ultimately just prove to himself that um, he's put in in his 18, 18 or more years of playing in the professional football league. And um, it's just proven a point. He likes, he likes people that doubt him. It's he, that's his fire and fuel. Yeah. And um I mean, he's still in the, he's still over there, you know, in the East. He's going to be playing, um, you know, the teams that he would typically play. Um, <clears throat> well, we got we got him in the NFC now, so it's going to still be it's going to be different for him. But uh, well, he's going to see a whole he's going to see a whole new group of animals. He's going to be playing more yeah. teams. He's going to be playing different teams more yeah. um, than he has in the past. But he's ultimately going to be. He's ultimately going to be. Um, I think what's interesting about the whole thing going to the Bucks is, I I uh, I was texting Richard Saxon uh, like a week before it happened. He's like, "What's going on with Brady?" I'm like, "I don't know." He says that no one knows anything because I saw his post that Brady, you know, Tom posted. No one knows anything, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, that means he's staying. That means he's staying." Yeah, and. Um, I'm like, he's like, why do you think he's going to stay? I'm like, yeah, he's going to stay. He's definitely not going to go play for the Bucks. 
And I said that, and I'm like, I went back and look at the text. I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. And then I'm like, it actually came and ended up being true. But I started digging in a little bit deeper, and I realized who the head coach was, yep. Bruce Arians, uh, the AKA quarterback whisperer mm-hmm. and uh, phenomenal coach. Um, I think with a lot of experience he has on the table and just the talent pool around him, around Brady, there's just probably, probably um, one of the better teams he's going to be playing with. Oh, absolutely. I don't think people realize offensively what they have, you know? Yeah. I think uh, I, mean, I just I just don't want to see it be a complete disaster because that would just oh I feel yeah like it, I feel like it would just hurt everything. But yeah, I hate to see him go there and, and they go seven and nine. You know what I mean? Just um, I'd like to see him succeed yeah, and do good. What's What's interesting is <laughs> uh, I saw something posted on Facebook was they said that. Um, the Bucks actually averaged through the whole season. They were like third on the t- overall scoring list in the regular season, which was 28 points scored per game in every game they played, averaging 28 points a game. And the eight, I don't remember exactly what the record was last year. It was like seven and eight or, or sorry, seven and nine or whatever it was. Um, and they, the games that they lost, um, that quarterback turned over the ball three or more times in their, the game that they've lost. Wow. Which Brady, Brady's, you know, averages, you know, five to six TDs in the whole season, including like a Super Bowl, the Super Bowl year. So, so, you know, the, uh, who, who was the, the quarterback last year for the Bucks? It James, was, um, James Winston. James, yeah. yeah. He had like he had like um, thirty interceptions, <laughs> thirty or plus more interceptions. Yeah, he, they, they, yeah. He couldn't see. I mean, so he had uh, eye surgery over the summer or over the winter here, and um, so supposedly he was going to get back on track here, and then they could, you know, obviously get Brady, so that's over. But yeah, well, <laughs> I think that they're going to see a whole different form of leadership oh, and yeah. determination in. Um, that they the whole culture is going to change for the next two years, and uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I mean, by no stretch he, he puts in the work. I mean, you're going to see results, and uh, if he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl this year, I mean, I mean, I just want to whatever the NFC Championship game. I just hopefully he makes it there, and then um, yeah. You know, if he wins or loses, then so be it. Then that is what it is. But they're saying his path to the NFC Championship game is actually pretty good. So you know, being in that division and then be able to get there is, you know, he should with that team. He probably should make it there at least to the NFC Championship, and then we'll see what happens at that. But um, yeah, that's not a team to, you know, just take lightly for sure. I know a lot of people are laughing about it, but I don't think they realize what's all there. So Yeah, I mean he's gonna have to go You know, you got Evans and Godwin and then OJ Howard and it's like man, that's all he needs. Yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna have to he's gonna be playing against a great 
great teams with great quarterbacks. He's got Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's got um, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, the Saints. I mean, that's you want to compete against those guys because those are the people that are the greats, and you don't want to ever have an easy easy path to the Super Bowl. You want to you want to fight. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Fight your your competitors right up right up to the to the big game, which is the NFC Championship game. He's got a good coach. I, I actually really like Bruce. He's um, very experienced and. Um, they call him the quarterback whisperer, so I'm sure they're yeah. going to be doing some different schemes that they've never, he's never done, hasn't done as much. So, yeah, from what I'm, I'm hearing too, there's a lot of love between those two there. So I, I didn't realize that between Bruce and Brady. So I guess I should have maybe seen it coming if I don't know that ahead of time. But I was reading these articles, and those two really get along well. So. <clears throat> you know, maybe, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be cool. I, I think with a younger of talent that he's going to be surrounding himself with. I also heard uh, for some reason um, that uh, Antonio Brown was wanting to wanting to go to the Bucks. Well, that's another thing. Uh, according, you know, there was a period there where Brady had, you know, he wasn't signing the contract yet, and everybody's like, "Well, he didn't sign yet, so let's hold the horses here." And mm-hmm. you know maybe he pulls a Josh McDaniels at the last second and comes back to the Patriots. And I was kind of hoping I had hope. You know when I went to bed one night, I'm like, well, Brady still hasn't signed. <laughs> you know maybe when I wake up in the morning, he's on the Patriots. But um, yeah. Um. So there was a rumor. There was three things that were holding up the contract, and one of them was he wanted Antonio Brown, um, on on the on the Bucks with him. So. Mm-hmm. Um. That was a rumor. So they have a strange. Uh, him and Antonio Brown have this strange relationship. Like, but they really like. I, I'm kind of shocked by it that Brady would want to. You know, all the trouble surround, that. Him, yeah, to surround himself with. A, yeah, I mean, especially a after weirdo. Antonio was giving the cops all the hard time. I don't know if you've seen the video. Um, Antonio Brown was yelling at the cops <clears throat> and calling them names and stuff like that. And I was mm-hmm. shocked that Brady, even after that happened. I was shocked that he would want to associate with him. Um, <coughs> there's a weird little thing going on there between those two. I don't get it, but uh, well, I think I think he sees a different side of Antonio Brown that what we don't what well, we don't see. I and, figured uh, that. I figured that, but then when I saw that whole video with the cops and everything, and you know, he was really belittling them, yeah. and I was kind of yeah. shocked after that that Brady was still. You know, occasionally liking some of his posts. You know, he wasn't liking a post like that, but he was. Antonio Brown would come out one week and say something positive, and and Brady would you know like it, and it's like mm-hmm. really he's still, you know, as protective as Brady is with the people that are around him. Um, yeah, still, still wants AB. So that was a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not that he wanted AB on the Bucks with him because uh, supposedly. Oh. The Bucks are giving Brady full roster control. Um, and apparently, that's not the case because they didn't get AB. So, and Bruce Aaron said we won't have AB on our team. Hmm. So, well, ultimately, it's organizations come into <clears throat> a decision if they want someone like him on the the team, and he just doesn't fit the bill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want a guy on my team. 
that's going to cause a problem and you don't know if he's going to be there through the whole season because of his history. Yeah, I mean, if we couldn't control him in New England, nobody will. Uh, there's there's just a serious mental issue there. That Yeah, uh, well, I mean, he's a warrior, which is why Brady likes him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. The guy, talented as hell, but just can't hold it together. Yeah, well, um, it all starts... It all starts with how this childhood. So that's another story. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so all the rumors, like, there's so many things I'm reading. Like, well, you know, what caused this split? And you know, we can go all the way back to the Jimmy Garoppolo days because Brady didn't like Jimmy because he felt threatened. Kraft forced the trade because Belichick wanted to pass the torch to Jimmy. Uh, Kraft forced Belichick to trade Jimmy away. And, um, you know, there was, that's, some are saying that's when it all started because Belichick wanted Jimmy and Brady felt, you know, he was, he was mad about that. So that's one, that's one area right there. Um, like you said, the Malcolm Butler situation with the Eagles Super Bowl. Um, what was the other one I read today too? That was, uh. Oh, he uh, just recently when uh, Belichick wanted to trade Brady. You know, remember that that there was a um, a rumor floating around that Patriots were looking to trade Brady to the Forty ers to get Jimmy back. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, when Brady heard of that, Brady got pissed and made up his mind right there that he was leaving. So, I don't know. I don't think we'll ever find out the truth. Maybe, maybe after they're all retired, we'll find out. But, um, and the other, and you know, of course, the other one was that the Patriots weren't putting anybody around Brady. He was taking all these pay cuts, and you know, they did yeah, nothing. Been doing that for the last ten years. Yeah, and they did nothing to replace Gronk last year. Um, and didn't get any help. Didn't get any help for him because now he needs help. He can't. He's at the point in his career where he's can't make these guys better anymore. I, you know, he needs to surround himself with a lot of talent. So, which is the case when you get older. Well, his his skill set isn't um, no, what really. you're seeing. What you're seeing in this league now is these people like Patrick Mahomes. Of he is moving around the pocket, but he's quick enough to dodge these players and. Mm-hmm. The way that the game has changed, because it has changed a tremendous amount. And, oh, man, you um, can see it this year, for sure. And you can see how these different play styles are not conventional as much as they they used to be. Um, you know, sticking behind the pocket, you know, throwing within three seconds, and uh, mm-hmm. going for it. But now you're seeing these, these, <clears throat> these other quarterbacks doing things that no one's ever seen before. And that's just not how Brady plays. Yep. But the last five years, he's, he's had, you know, great stats and, um, by no stretches his stats getting worse. They've just gone, they've, they've gone in a different direction because of, of just no players. I mean, all these teams that, that they're showing big points of just, they're, they're leading the board and wide receivers, top running backs, 
I mean, it was just watching that AFC championship game against the Titans was just, yeah. my TV was about to freaking explode. I was <laughs> so ready to throw the remote at the TV because yeah. it couldn't stop that guy from running the ball. No, Derrick Henry. No, it was terrible, but um, you just knew going into the playoffs, though, that we didn't have, just didn't have it offensively. It was just, and I think. Yeah, it was a weird. It was such a weird feeling for the whole season. Oh, it was it's terrible. Like, it was just such a, you know, there's, there wasn't like a full chug. Nope. Chugging through the season. It was just like, I felt like it was just all negative energy the whole time. Absolutely. Even when we were 8-0, it was just, uh, it didn't feel good. It was not a strong team. Uh, defensively, we were doing good, but um, that that defense wore down after a while when they realized I think they realized, like, look, it's not going to matter. We can't move the ball on offense. And they, I think they felt like the whole year they were putting it on their shoulders that they have to win games for this Patriot team because the offense isn't doing it. Yeah. And it was, it they was just wore nightmare. down at the end of the season. That was it. That was it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that running back was freaking awesome. Oh, Derrick Henry's tore it up. I mean, it was... It felt like watching him on the screen that he was twice as big as everyone that yeah. was trying to tackle him. Absolutely. Twice as fast and just outrageously talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch. It was like watching uh just like a bulldozer going through the line. You just you just knew you couldn't stop. He was getting five yards every time, five yards plus every time. Um yep. but what you know, what was gonna happen? We were gonna go and play Kansas City or eventually Baltimore and just get runned over. There was no <laughs> sad to say, but we weren't going to put up 30 points. You know, you needed well, 30 plus points to beat those teams. You weren't going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, definitely agree, but man, it just it sucked to watch. And it just like, you know, you're talking about the negative energy. Like when I was watching Brady throughout the year, uh, especially late in the year when we realized, you know, yeah, this ain't going to be the year. He had such a weird body language during those games. Like, I don't know if you noticed it, but like he would just walk off like almost like he didn't care. Like, I'm not saying he didn't care, but he would just walk off like F this. You well, know, he like, was just over it. Yeah, he, he was like, over. Was, yeah. He's like, not, he, he knew that, that no one else was trying to um, further bettering the team. It was just like the, he knew that it was just such a terrible direction of where we were, he was going and down. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell when he came off the field, it was just, he was walking off. He's like, he's like, eh. that one game when they were losing, I think when they were on like a two or three losing streak, he was, he was yelling at the players and on the bench. And that was the Brady that I knew watching him through the last 10 years of yeah. him firing up his players. Like, come on, get your, you know, crap together. Like, what are we doing? And uh, you kind of saw that kind of wore off. It was just like walk back, grab his yellow Gatorade, yeah. threw his helmet down on the on the PVC pipe, and and just freaking put his head down and waited till he's back on the field. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I noticed that. I was just like, wow, this is terrible. And then the press conferences, you could tell. Uh, I think it was like when we beat the Eagles, even though we won at that press conference. He was just pissed. He was like, this offense, he wasn't happy with it. And there was nothing they could really do. 
Yeah. So, and well, also too, I mean, uh, this is kind of back to the relationship with Bill Belichick. Remember when he couldn't bring his, uh, Oh, his trainer, Alex his Guerrero. Trainer, yeah. Yeah. Down to the field. He couldn't allow cause his, his trainer was training other players as well. And Bill was like, kind of telling him that this can't happen it just yeah that was weird too and then they did allow him back eventually uh i think the year later he was allowed back and his um he had an office at gillette stadium that was opened up again um yeah that was all weird wasn't it it was very weird yeah yeah well belichick he's the coach and essentially the gm Mm -hmm. absolutely so um, it's just an unfortunate spot that they put everyone, each other in because Brady would have to go to Bill with things that are, were bigger than a normal coaching job. But since he was a GM, it was just like, it's just it's such a weird position. It's usually yeah. kind of, it's usually not, not traditional that you would do something like that because you kind of put all things to a side. It's like you have a great you know relationship with your head coach you know, a friend relationship and the competitive relationship with them um, and a mentor relationship. And then when you want to go to them with much bigger responsibilities or issues that you see and for Bill's perspective, it was always um, not treating it with more professionalism than you would think a, a typical only position of GM would, would, would take it yeah yeah there was a rumor out there too when that all happened where he banned alex guerrero from the sideline stuff um Mm -hmm. there was a rumor to alex was saying he was criticizing bill belichick's way of um conditioning and it was very old-fashioned and alex didn't feel he he felt that wasn't the way they should be doing things and i you know I guess Belichick got all pissed off and that's when he started the whole, you know, he's not allowed on sidelines and all sort of shit. So I don't know, but, and then like I said, the following year he was allowed back. So yeah, I think, I think he was even traveling with the team then too. So yeah, there's a lot of things there you could point to. Nobody's going to figure it out completely. I think a whole new ship is going to reunite some, some uh, fire working with, a coach that's going to maybe more appreciate him a little bit more. I mean, you can, you can definitely tell, I'm going to go back a step here that when they, he left, Bill finally said that he was the greatest of all time. And, you know, I was listening to the herd podcast mm-hmm. and essentially, essentially they're like, you know, Brady's going to win the short term divorce. And, um, and when you win the short term divorce, the other side, the other party's always giving them more credit. Uh, just to appreciate them a little bit more, but I think the Patriots will win long term with because Belichick just has so much more years of left being a coach and Brady has being a player. Right. Yeah. Well, it should all be interesting. To see what happens. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be rooting for him. Uh, I'm not switching teams, but I'm definitely rooting for Brady uh, <clears throat> to do good down there. Uh, yeah, I haven't really, really uh, thought about it a whole lot. I mean, I'm definitely a freaking Tom Brady fan. I mean, he was—he's essentially my idol yeah. for sure. <clears throat> and but my whole family grew up in Massachusetts, so I'm a Patriots fan. I 
I'd love to see a full-on full on, um, Tom Brady winning our Super Bowl. But uh, I'll be I'll be watching both teams for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it is going to be a little bit odd just see the first game, just seeing it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, in, in 2021, we play them. So, and I believe they come to Gillette. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to actually see what Belichick does, see how the rebuild goes, um, see if we stick with uh, Stidham or not, or is he going to go for someone else in the draft? I don't think we're going to go after Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, any of those guys. No, um, still feel, they don't fit the bill over there. Yeah. Definitely not Cam. Right. And so I think we're going to stick with Stidham. And, you know, we got uh, Brian Hoyer back at backup. He'll be a good teacher for him. And as far as learning the offense and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that was just a safety precaution for them. Just an experienced guy that they've had working with that yeah. he has experience working with Brady. It was just, that was just a care package to protect them. If something happened to their starter. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to, yeah, we're not going to make any crazy moves and try and win now. I think, Belichick's looking two, three years out. Um, you know, don't under, underestimate Stidham. He's uh, he's gonna be. I think they're gonna, you know, get him rolling. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that 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 was interesting, right? So, what a, what a uh, couple of weeks here has been crazy. And then uh, when when he officially signed, I was uh, like, well. Hey, now we move on. And today Brady held a uh, teleconference, I believe. It was an actual press conference, I don't think. Uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. But um, he just, you know, they asked him about the Patriots and stuff. And he's like, well, I don't want to look back in the past. I'm just moving on. We're moving forward. And that's it. So hmm. he already put the statement out there to the Patriot fans. I kind of wish he did a video. He always does these, uh, you know, the Instagram videos he's doing. And mm-hmm. he, he put one out yesterday, and I was like, oh, this is a video saying goodbye to the fans and stuff. And it was just uh, for TB12 and um, how to stay healthy through the virus and stuff. But yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I want some closure a little. <laughs> the, the, the whole uh, statement that he made out, you know, the P, I, I would imagine a, a PR firm did it. But I kind of would like to see Brady just make a video and thanking everybody and say, hey, you know, we're moving on. But. That's just me. I like closure at the end of a relationship. <laughs> and uh, that'd be a good way for me. I, I, a nice video. Come on, Brady. Do it for me. Yeah. I think he's so far past <laughs> that. I think it's just like yeah. he doesn't even think that they deserve that for some reason. Or yeah, I know. Still, yeah, I feel I like he always had a great relationship with Robert, but I just. Uh, yeah, Bel- him and Belichick. Yeah, just. It's amazing this, the success they had, and even even after the turmoil there, they still won another Super Bowl. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, it just shows that you can get the job done if your partner in crime, yeah, and you aren't in sync. But um, they kind of put it past them. But I just think that after last year, it was just it just got to Brady. It's like, look, I don't have much that much years left, and. I'm going to put my heart and soul into this. If you're not going to be willing to work with me with this, then this is, this isn't going to work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Belichick <laughs> wasn't willing to pay him. He wanted a two year commitment 
Now, you know, they were saying he wanted two years, $60 million. I think he ended up, what, two years with Tampa Bay, $50 million. $50 million yeah. guaranteed. Right. Which, and then $4.9 million in... Um, I have fifteen uh, million base salary and ten million in roster bonuses. Yes. So coming out the fifty million, I I don't think even if even if the Patriots said, "Hey, we're giving you sixty million over two years," I don't think he was taking it. I think he was leaving regardless. But uh, yeah, I definitely it wasn't about the money. It was just yeah. having a com- confirmed yeah. two years. Guaranteed playing for two years. No option for the second year bull crap. It was just, I want to play two years. Give me the best um, option that I can get with the team and let me go out and do my thing. Yeah. And Belichick wasn't going to commit two. He wanted one. So I don't even think he wanted <laughs> one from, from Brady. He just wanted to move on. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, in about 10 years from now, we'll see what. When Belichick's retired, I'm sure they're going to be interviewing him yeah. a lot and having talk shows. And yeah, maybe we'll get answers then. Yeah, we'll see. But all right, well, we'll be rooting for Brady for sure. So best of luck to him down there in Tampa. Um, once the NFL, hopefully there is a season this year. Um, you know, maybe we'll do that podcast that we're talking about. Where we'll have you on once in a while talking about NFL. Heck yeah. Me and you I'm do down. a podcast together on it or something like that. Totally down. All right. Well, I appreciate appreciate you being on Quick Rips. For these. Oh, this is a whole new whole new gig you're doing? This is a whole new gig. We're doing these things called Quick Rips. We're throwing them out there, little 20, 30-minute episodes or so, uh, just talking about whatever, and especially in this time where everybody's quarantined, stuck in the house, trying to give a bunch of podcasts out there to listen to, not just RC talk, you know, so. But, Very nice. Yeah. All right, Spencer, I appreciate you being on, talking about it, and uh, we'll have you on again. We'll start up our podcast, our NFL podcast, when things get rolling. Yeah, Yeah. I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. All right, buddy. Keep doing those uh, videos. I see you doing those Facebook videos. Those are awesome. I see. uh, I think it's really cool what you're doing there. So. Yeah, thank you. I watch them. Got some more YouTube videos coming. I'm actually in the process of actually doing YouTube video today. Oh, great. Doing um, how I pack my travel bag for when I go to uh, go to races. People ask, how do they, how do I get the proper weight? And yeah, I, no one can figure it out. So I always seem to, to make it happen. So we'll, we'll have to see how a uh, video comes out. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, people love that stuff. So really cool. I let the video stuff to you guys, you and Jason. I got a, I got a face for radio. So we keep it like that. Exactly. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Taking the time out. So thanks, man. We'll catch you again, man. Go Patriots. And I guess go Bucks. (laughs) Fire fire to cannons. Fire to cannons. Yep. 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 All right, buddy. We'll see you. See you, man.